0: Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Showska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on,
1: get in!
0: Do you think? Yeah, it's Ooh. thursday january 6th it's no longer noon it's sometime afternoon and this is news that you can use from yaa with your friends ray and zach hey there handsome <laughs>
1: Good morning, Pops. Good afternoon to you. Um, we got a quick question here from, uh, from MPEG. He's actually posting some of the stuff about Volkswagen. Volkswagen yeah. the Q4 sales, and they were catastrophically bad. They were down almost 75% for the quarter. We talked yesterday, the numbers that VW had reported about Porsche um, yeah. and Lamborghini and whatnot were actually quite strong. But the actual VW and Audi numbers were very weak. Um, so that's interesting to see. And then MPEG saying, the numbers I saw... It must have been revised numbers GM still had the top sales but it was by the slimmest of margins can you confirm which company sold more automotive news still has the headline on their website saying that Toyota sold more so I don't think that changed I don't think that changed
0: I, I don't I don't know maybe
1: maybe the whole thing was rigged no I mean if <laughs> seriously you go to automotive newscom you don't even have to have a subscription for this one apparently there's there were some late arriving sales <laughs> <laughs> So today's yeah. stream, Dad, yes. when will car prices plummet? I wanted to have a conversation with you about a variety of topics that I think influence like when that will actually be, because it is inevitable that eventually car prices will plummet, correct? Um,
0: one would think, yeah. I mean, I, I believe we had this conversation the other day. There will be some type of catastrophic event that no one can predict right now that will negatively impact the world's economy. And when that happens,
1: I don't necessarily agree with you. I don't think it's going to have to impact the whole world economy. I don't agree with that, but continue.
0: You know, it, it, as somebody said, it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a global thing these days. It's, it, it, it things aren't just, just in like the United States or just in Europe. It's all, it's all globally entwined. So there will be something that impacts the, the global economy that, uh, will negatively impact the global economy and, and either um, more and more people won't have the affordability for things and prices because of that will plummet. It's, yeah, it's inevitable. Now when that is, when that inevitability arrives, I, I have no damn idea, but it will <laughs> It, mark my words, I could be dead for a long time, but mark my <laughs> words,
1: it will happen. So let's let's hit on a few key stories that I think influence the way at least that I'm thinking about this and I'm curious to get your take on it. Okay, Doug? Okay. All right, so I'm going to show you first, you sent me this email. This is data from Stone Eagle Metrics. This comes uh, by way of a, an automotive news subscription, email subscription that you signed up for. Yes. What we're looking at here. Are financing uh, uh, data from uh, new was it new car buyers or was it all cars? Uh, uh, what's it say? The app It's just it's all cars. All cars that dealers sold. The amount financed yes on a vehicle yes went up year over year five thousand dollars and over the past two years went up over seven nearly seven thousand
0: nearly seven thousand dollars
1: yes. The average yeah. interest rate has continued to go down. Barely. And the Dealer margin has stayed consistent.
0: Uh, well, consistent. It's gone up since 2020
1: compared to last year, but compared to the year before, yeah. like it's 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 about yeah. the same. Yes. This signals to me. Yes. People have way more access to money than they ever did before, and they're putting it towards buying cars on longer and longer terms, so they can make sure that they have you know an appropriate monthly payment.
0: Yes. Yeah. And, and we also and... have cops. I just want to okay. let me let
1: me show you, share this with you. So that's like the financing on the consumer side. Yes. We also have stuff like this. Okay. This was just shared with me literally 30 minutes ago from Mario space on the YAA community forum. This is for a Nissan Frontier. Yeah. This is a lease with a 99% residual factor. This is for an 18 month or 24 month lease. So we yeah. also have captive lenders. Yeah. Doing stuff like this. This is for 10,000 miles a year, dad. Well, you know, I've, I've
0: never really thought about a pickup truck, <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm about to. Um, how, how, I mean, what's the monthly payment? $12.87? No, I and mean- that's what
1: I'm getting at. You have access to credit on both ends of the spectrum here. That is ridiculous, right? Consumers mm-hmm. that may or may not have, should have access to, to credit, have access to it. And then you've got captive lenders offering 99% residual values. What the hell does that even mean? What does that mean? How how can how can how I mean
0: how can something only depreciate one point in two years? I mean that's just that's not possible.
1: So then what happens afterwards? Because depreciation is still a concept, right? Like, or does depreciation as a concept go away? Because I can't imagine that it does. I think that concept still exists in our economy and in our lives. You know after it. The fall it, it, fall. it, it,
0: it. It doesn't exist at the moment and I, and perhaps you know if you if you look at it and you look at the data and you say to yourself as a captive lender, we think a year from now um, used car prices will continue to go up dramatically. Um, then then yeah, you could say for a 12 month lease, yeah, we don't really expect it to depreciate. You're just going to pay us interest. And we think twelve months from now, with only ten thousand miles on the on the truck, it will be worth more than what you bought it for for the lease new. Um, and, and so that could be a way of thinking that that isn't necessarily magical thinking, but it's certainly hopeful thinking. What's the um,
1: multiplication for the uh, for the interest rate on the money factor? Twenty four hundred. I just want to so, see. What so percent. the so the five point four five percent interest. Yeah,
0: I was going to say the, the money factor is a little high. So they're, that's where they're making some money. Um, okay. But, but um, they're, they're thinking that a year from now or 18 months from now or even two years from now, that the issue of not having enough cars for sale, be it new or used, will not be solved. That's what they're saying.
1: You know, if you ask me and it and, feels bubblicious, you know, it really does.
0: Well, I'm telling you, you know, I, 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 I don't like pickup trucks at all. Um, you know, but if I could, if I could lease one for $12 and 87 cents a month uh, for 18 months or 20, whatever it is, it can't be a lot. Um, you know, I mean, my insurance cost would be more
1: than the monthly payment let that sink in for a moment. So again, like the, this speaks to I think one of the biggest learnings I've had over the past 2 years or I guess 18 months is that when the Federal Reserve just prints money, dad, you know it happens, there's more money in the market. So everyone gets more money. Also that's why we see inflation right now. And yeah. so so long as the Federal Reserve keeps printing money, you're going to see crazy stuff like this. You're going to see what's what's the percentage increase for the for the consumer finance that we were looking at a moment ago, last year in November the average amount financed was thirty thousand. This time around is thirty five thousand. So the five thousand what is that like a fifteen percent increase year over year in amount financed? Okay, twenty percent,
0: fifteen percent.
1: I mean, yeah. it's a non insignificant amount that increase, and it's because there's just access to capital, which makes me wonder, Dad. The title of today's stream. When yeah. will car prices plummet? I don't know if they will, so long as they keep printing money. And obviously, NMAC is thinking that at least for the next 24 months. It won't. It won't. Okay.
0: So um, will it happen 25 months from now? Will it happen 30 months from now? Will it happen 48 months from now? I don't know. Forgive me.
1: Forgive me. It's an 18-month. 18, 18 Thank you for that, Mario. 18-month, 10,000-mile lease. But still, 18 months from now, Nissan Motor Acceptance Corp is <laughs> saying car prices aren't going aren't gonna to bubble over.
0: Yeah, and and here's the other thing. Um, you know, they certainly they certainly have to be projecting well beyond eighteen months because it's going to take the dealers a little bit of time to resell those cars once they come back. If they well, they will come back because who the hell is going to buy it at the residual value if it's one percent less than the MSRP was?
1: Um, <laughs> but, but maybe it's worth ten grand more than. Who knows? Who knows? It very well could be. Yeah. I think that's the point I'm trying to make that is like so long as you keep printing money, I then will the, car the, prices go down
0: i you know but 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 the Fed has indicated that they that they expect to raise interest rates three times this year and three times next year in an effort to combat inflation um and rising car prices are the biggest aspect of inflation so i I really don't know what the answer is but obviously the the economists at nemac foresee a, a scenario where it's probably a good two years before we see any reduction in used car values and prices, which is the only reason they could possibly be saying, okay, we'll depreciate the vehicle one point one percent over the next eighteen months.
1: So I'm going to share a uh, quick chart on the screen really quick just to kind of uh, you know conceptualize what I'm what I'm expressing here. Here is a chart from this is all, this is just through 2013 of like yes. federal reserve, uh, how much money has been printed each month. So you can see like, this was back in 2013. Like we're just printing more money, man, just printed more money. And the, all you gotta do is Google search what I just searched, you know, fed money printing chart. You're going to see, there are many <laughs> that demonstrate to you just how crazy the amount of capital is that's out there in the market. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'll stop. But like it's pretty clear that so long as that's a function of our economy, then you're going to see inflation, like you just said, that is most prevalent. We're seeing it amongst automobiles. It's oh, a market yeah. that has never, never been, um, uh, and it, 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 it's not transitory. Like this has been this, this way for now 18 months, 16 months, um, and people are figuring out how to, how to live in that environment, which is, which is crazy. And this is also the reason why you should stop buying cars. If you don't need to buy a car, don't buy a car.
0: Well, even if you don't need to buy a car, you need to lease that
1: truck. <laughs> Again, you can lease a Nissan Frontier for like three dollars a month, but you're on the you insurance. know I don't know what the payment is,
0: but if it's only depreciating one percent over eighteen months, I mean, my, you know whether you need that truck or not, you know. Um, even even if you just needed to make a sofa out of it, uh, you know you you can't rent furniture for what you'll be able to rent that truck for.
1: Okay, so another thing going through my head, Dad, as I think about when will car prices plummet? Because eventually, like we're saying, before you're dead, hopefully, you know, yes, car prices will yes. plummet. Then you can be a vindicated man. Yeah. Another thing going through my mind are all of the EVs that are expected to be in the market and the expectation that we have for, um, you know, some incentives and things like that, uh, rebates, et cetera. I asked Justin on our team to do a little bit of research um, because everyone's talking about,
0: yeah. I, I read that article, really a wonderful article.
1: So this is back on the Join YA website. Just go to resources, blog, and I think it's, yeah, it's right here. It's the first one. It's the top story, EV delivery times, because everyone's talking about EVs. Mm-hmm. When the heck can you actually buy or get take delivery, excuse me, of your EVs? This is fascinating. Most of them are going to be like middle of this year, which we'll actually see if that happens. Well, that,
0: that's if you went into a dealership and you wanted to order one. <clears throat> yeah. If you went into a dealership today and you wanted to order one because they didn't have what you wanted on the lot. Um, yeah. And in most cases, you're looking at mid-2022. Um, and if you're willing to settle for something that they might have available, you could probably take delivery of a vehicle today. It just might not be in a color or a trim.
1: Not Um, all of them, though, Dad. Like, no, quite a few that are not going to. Like, for example, yesterday we just got the release uh, uh, of the Chevy Silverado EV. Right? You want that? You're going to be waiting well into next year. It makes me. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say it makes me wonder a little bit, like when those vehicles come to market, and we have all of these like ice vehicles that have been like kind of getting produced during this time i feel like that changing of the guard as we move from ice to ev we should see some changes i imagine in like the ice vehicle prices and probably some positive upward pressure on pressure on the ev prices cuz the demand like i think that's going to play a role in how Used car prices are impacted in general, like internal combustion engine prices are impacted.
0: Well, if you look at the at the prices of those EVs on the list, I mean, there's very few inexpensive ones. That's true. That's true. Many, many, many are are. I mean, they're they're intended for wealthy people only.
1: Although we did get news yesterday, right? Chevy announcing the fact that they're going to have an Equinox and Blazer EV arriving next year at at attainable price points, generally attainable price points.
0: Yeah, but, you know, you'll be lucky if it comes with four wheels at that attainable price point. Okay, Um, you know, everybody makes a base model of something that nobody wants, that (laughs) dealers don't stock, that manufacturers don't really build. It's you know, it's just that's I I hate the is it just for advertising purposes? Okay, (laughs) I I mean come on, I was in the industry for 43 years. The cars that are the least expensive with the least amount of options just aren't built. Okay, when you see advertisements for vehicles for a cheap lease, for instance, and I went through this. Every day with Mini and yeah. other brands, okay. The dealers don't have any of those vehicles at that MSRP because the manufacturer makes two of them, okay. They might have 2,000 dealers, but they make two of those vehicles, okay. Nobody has them and and so to say that they're going to come in with a $30,000 EV in the Blazer or the Equinox, yeah, theoretically, it's available. Practically speaking, it will not be, okay? That is not where they're going to invest their manufacturing dollars. And, and trust me, they, will, they might price it low, but they will also tell the people that are thinking about it, hey, it's got nothing. Okay, it's really got nothing. That's not really what you what you really want is the next trim level up or the trim level above that. Because, you know, the base car, it's got nothing. And and that's how it works. And people in this country don't want to get the vehicle that's got well, nothing.
1: Yeah, no, I hear you. I absolutely hear you. However, we saw yesterday Mitsubishi sales are outpacing Lincoln, outpacing other brands, and Mitsubishis are traditionally more economical and kind of not that you know luxurious. And they're seeing growth. So I think there are brands that will actually find their niche there, like VinFast, for example, when they come more broadly in the U.S., like that actually might be a niche that some people are able to hit.
0: I, I, I agree with that, but my, my point was is that these manufacturers are going to – come out with a base price point that really won't be available to the general
1: for public. Sure. For sure. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Phil did the math, Pops. Yeah. So the Nissan Frontier at a $35,000 MSRP with 6% sales tax will lease for $260 a month for the 18 months at a 99% residual with the uh, five little over 5% interest rate on the money factor. Really? What's How?
0: How can it get to $260 a month if it only depreciates 1%?
1: Yeah, what would the so the math on that dad to, And this is actually a good example of like how do you calculate a lease payment? You, you factor in the, the amount of depreciation.
0: Well, well, time. the way you, you first of all you you take you take thirty five thousand dollars and you times it by ninety nine percent. Okay, and then that or you we can times to get
1: it you by, that man. We need yeah,
0: or, or you can times it by one percent and you get your depreciation. Now, what's one percent? Three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, thirty five hundred dollars. What three hundred and fifty bucks? Yeah. right. Okay, so you take that three hundred and fifty dollars of depreciation, and you divide that by the term. Okay, eighteen so, months. Yes, yeah, so three fifty. So that's what less than twenty dollars a month.
1: Nineteen dollars a
0: month. Yeah, is okay, uh, and th- and then you take your selling price, and let's say the selling price is thirty five thousand dollars, and you take your depreciation. Which was 300, and you add those 350, together,
1: 350
0: 350, and you add those together, plus your acquisition fee, which is probably $695 dollars. Okay? And you times all that by .00227, I think the money factor was. And yep. that gives you your interest portion of the, of the payment. How, how much could that be?
1: Two two seven times yeah. so we're saying let's do it by thirty six let's five. call it thirty-six thousand dollars. That's eighty-one dollars and seventy-two cents.
0: Okay, you're up you're up to a hundred bucks. You're not up to two hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> okay
1: depreciation was 86 a six months, rent charge is one fifty nine a month and taxes fifteen dollars a month.
0: Well, it, well, what is it, the depreciation based on ninety nine percent residual or what?
1: <laughs> okay, I'll let I'll let you and my dad take that one off. But either way, either, either way, way,
0: it's going to be a, a relatively cheap payment. You yeah. know, there was a time, huh. um, many many years ago, after after we had the golf store that went bankrupt, and I got back into the car business. The good old and, days, and um, in the in the nineties, and Nissan. God bless them, they ran a special one, an Altima. And it was like $179 a month for 24 months at, at 10 or 12,000 miles a year, whatever it was, with like nothing down. And, and you know, I, I was just coming out of a bankruptcy, but I was working in the automobile business, and the dealership that I was managing was our Pontiac dealership. But we had a sister store, which was a Nissan dealership, and their general manager got on the phone with uh, NEMAC and got me approved for the lease. I had to put up six security deposits, <laughs> okay, which I got back. But but the point was, yeah, yeah I was able to lease a car for one hundred and seventy nine dollars a month, which is it's dirt cheap.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, pops. Let's switch gears really quickly. We've got a long segment of really. You You've gotta, gotta be, be kidding, kidding me. me! You want to start with the good or the bad?
0: uh start in the middle i don't care
1: (laughs) (laughs) we'll start with the good um let me share my screen real quickly with you pops you remember that dealership i don't think we talked about it on the show but there was a dealership that uh, a a teen this kid this young man paid cash for a car and then the dealership came back and repoed it
0: yes because 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 the sales associate um 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 said he would sell the the teen his own vehicle, which he had bought from the dealership that he was working for, except he hadn't really been making his payments to the dealership that he had been working for. And five months after this kid bought the car for nearly $10,000, they repossessed the car because, well, it wasn't the salesman's car to sell. Um, and this poor kid, this poor kid, this unknowing, unsuspecting, Kid, because he's 16. So how would he know that a salesperson shouldn't be selling his own private vehicle um, on the dealership premises? He got taken to the cleaners. And, and thankfully, there are a handful of dealerships across this country, uh, maybe multiple handfuls of dealerships that well actually care about people. And there was a dealership in his neck of the woods that's been in business for nearly a hundred years. Uh, 80 some years um, that subscribed to a different set of values than most dealerships do. And yep. he, and even though they had nothing to do with this transaction whatsoever, they felt
1: bad for the young man and they gave him a car. Yep. Frank Kent Motor Company. So the quote here after seeing the story initially on CBS Dallas, we at Frank Kent. We uh, knew we had to do something to take care of this kid and show him that not all dealers are sleazy like the one he had previous dealings with. So we reached out to the news station to get us in touch with him. And after getting in contact, let him know that we would like to donate a vehicle to him. And they donated a Kia Soul to him um, that he is now driving. And I think that is like we we t- we spent a lot of time on this show advocating for consumers and quite mm-hmm. frankly we aspire to one day be in a financial situation where we could do something like that um, yes. we're not quite there yet um, but i love that story and that is a positive really you got to be kidding me you know a dealership coming through in the clutch and really supporting in their community that's a beautiful thing
0: well and and if you read further in the uh, in the article it explains what their what their company values are from when they started in 1935 and uh, and I don't know if you can find it in the article and, and share it with everybody, but but the values are. Um, I got it right well, here. A lot well, of just, dealers have found
1: principles that they don't just they they just don't follow anymore. This place appears to follow its principles, though. Founded in 1935, the dealer's guiding principle is morals, values, and ethics over profit. Yeah, and then it also says they're creative, community-driven, locally different since 1935. No, it's perfect. And I, I, like I said, I hope we can do stuff like that. In the Listen, when,
0: when when I was when I was at the Mini dealership, we donated a brand new Mini um, to the Baltimore Zoo to raffle off. Didn't charge them a penny, not a penny. Okay, we we just donated the car because we thought it was the right thing to do to help the zoo raise the the funds that they needed. Uh, to keep the zoo going so yeah there are dealers out there that make investments in their communities or make investments in people um, that we don't normally hear about
1: yeah yeah it's good to highlight stories like that yes it now really another is. story that's worth bringing up today pops did you see clocks and some hondas are stuck just absolutely- they are <laughs> It's kind of incredible. It's the Y2K bug, but it's happening in 2022. Apparently, several old Hondas and Acuras show an incorrect time and date on their navigation systems as we enter the new year. The date on the systems shows January 1st, 2002, instead of 2022. This has been an issue that actually has not just been faced by uh, Honda. Like I, I actually read about Microsoft and Microsoft Word and Office was having issues with 2022 as well. Pretty fascinating stuff. Kind think of, in line with the odometer issue we were talking about last week as well. Think, think about the beauty of this, though.
0: It's 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 one of the few times where a manufacturer could have advertised, no, truly, buy our car, wake up, and and there's a chance you might feel 20 years younger.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. I don't know um, if
0: you'll act 20 years younger, but you know.
1: Yeah, I, I see the chat messages, by the way, about this lease. We are going to come back to it. We're going we're to try and crack that code there. But I got one other story for you that I thought was really, you got to be kidding me. And it's our dear friends over at Rivian. Rivian stock plunges after news of Amazon's <laughs> Stellantis deal. We didn't talk about this yesterday, but Amazon and Stellantis announced a new strategic partnership, I guess, is the yes, right way to yes. yeah, some, I mean, uh, phrase it. Stellantis will use AWS and other Amazon technology to de- develop their new smart cockpit software. That's not that big of a deal. Relative to Rivian, this is Amazon will be the first commercial customer of Stellantis' Ram Promaster battery electric vehicle when it arrives in 2023. We talked about it yesterday a little bit, Dad. I'll, I'll actually pull it up on Twitter really quickly. This chart that shows market capitalization. Um, how do I profile? Here it is. Here it is. Rivian yeah. is worth nearly $2 million per car sold. Um, and remember, well, it was
0: yesterday. Or it, it was, was yesterday. the day before yesterday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> remember that article that we pulled up like their batteries were only lasting like half as long as they had initially said they would and yes and and, all and, sorts and, the, ve-
0: and, and the vehicles don't have heaters or air conditioners because that impacts how many mi- how how many hours you can get how many miles you can go uh you know so yeah i mean why why should there be any issues and why should the stock plummet just because? You know, Amazon is is agreeing to work with other manufacturers out there and and to also buy their vehicles as well. I mean, Amazon says that this doesn't reflect how they feel about Rivian. It doesn't impact their future orders with Rivian. Nothing's changing other than well, some investors
1: are saying, ooh, maybe this isn't good. Their well, stocks down twenty-five percent in the past month, just throwing that out there. Well,
0: you know, what what isn't good is is thinking that they're valued
1: enough that that for every car sold it's worth one point nine million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to this lease. I want to get this right because we've got MPEG in the chat saying Phil's right. Um and Phil and Mario were joking about how it likely just broke the um, the um lease calculator that they were using because it's not it, used to 95. 99- very well might have, yeah. <laughs> I don't think those are programmed for 99% Um Was yeah. an MPEG saying the $2,400, the 2400 number doesn't work in this situation? I don't, I don't Why? know.
0: Why? The 2400 does work. It's the money factor and if you want to figure out the approximate interest rate of a money factor, you times it by 2400 The money factor is the money factor. If they're Saying the money factor is point zero zero two two seven, you times that by twenty four hundred, and it'll tell you what the interest is, uh, rate it's equivalent to. Um, so it does work, um, y- you know. The-
1: oh, here saying- you go, Bill's Saying the eighty six dollar a month depreciation part includes acquisition fee and dealer fees. We weren't capturing those. We were kind okay. of capturing the acquisition, but, fee. but
0: but, but, fee. but no no no. This is how you figure a lease. Okay. You you take the MSRP. I'm giving you, the stage. you you take the MSRP and you times it by whatever the residual value, what what what's left over, which in this case is going to be approximately three hundred and fifty dollars, is divided by the term, and the term was eight, 18 months, so it's about nineteen dollars a month. Now the rest of the way you configure the lease is you take your selling price. Now we're all assuming that the selling price is the MSRP. I don't know that for a fact, maybe they've marked up the selling price five ten thousand dollars. I don't know, but if it is thirty five thousand dollars, which is the MSRP, you add to that the uh, the acquisition fee which is which even if they mark up the acquisition fee to nine hundred and ninety five dollars now you're up to thirty six thousand dollars okay and and your depreciation would would is based off of the the depreciation amount is based off of the MSRP. The total depreciation would be based off the selling price and anything else
1: added to the selling price. But it's it, it still MPEG, follow up with us, man. Follow up. If we're missing something, I can't I my dad, my dad's been doing lease math in his head since I was born, so I can't imagine. Also, Bush did oh god, actually, nope, sorry, can't show that one. Don't appreciate that. You know what? You can put nice comments in the chat, but you can't have offensive um Please, no offensive names and things like that. So the comment was about us partnering with AWS since we run our systems on AWS. So we should announce that we have a partnership with AWS. But you can't have offensive. Please, no offensive. um, Try and keep this as a nice space. Um, Anyway, NMAC with their leases, consumers with access to credit. It's feeling bubblicious uh, nowadays. And our hypothesis is going to continue to feel bubblicious for a little while longer.
0: I, I believe if bubbleicious equals uh, uh, high prices, it certainly will be bubbleicious for quite some time.
1: <laughs> Phil, thanks for running the numbers in the lease calculator. We do appreciate that. Mario, <laughs> thanks for making me aware of it. And everyone who joined us. Thanks for being here, Pops. We'll be back tomorrow. Does that sound about right?
0: Uh, tomorrow, Friday?
1: Tomorrow's Friday.
0: Uh, then we will be back tomorrow at noon. and And then after Friday comes Saturday? I think so. And so that means we'll be here
1: Saturday night at the seven over on the YAA channel. Yep, we'll be live at seven p.m. on Saturday night. Ah, oh, Phil, okay. I wish I wish you could share your screenshot. Do you want us to invite you on, Phil? We can invite you <laughs> on. We've <been> on before <laughs> Igor's birthday's coming up here. Oh, Phil was your stand-in one day, Pops, when you were sick. Remember that?
0: I remember that. I I, I and I and I I think I thanked Igor profusely e- for Igor's doing Igor was a
1: stand-in. Phil was a stand-in.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm, send it, means... I'm
1: sending you the invite link, Phil, if you want to join. I'll send you that yeah. right now in case you want to. I, I,
0: I believe that uh, Kimberly and I are going in to March... be your stand-in on March 9th. In March 9th. Yes, indeed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. I just mm-hmm. sent Phil the uh... – oh, Igor's birthday is tomorrow. Okay, cool. We're just, we're just stalling at this point. I invited Phil yeah. if he wants to join us. Make a post on the – oh, yeah. Actually, let's do a quick little sales job, Pops. What are you most excited about at YAA right now, Dad?
0: Uh, Would that be our vehicle search listings and and our community forum and 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 our our vehicle service contracts and the fact that you passed your your insurance producers license um, for the state of Maryland, which means at some point, hopefully next month, we'll be able to offer mechanical breakdown protection in the great state of California. So for how how'd I
1: do? Yeah, I, I'm going to give you a quick little. Where is it? Where is it? Thank you. Phil's Thank not going to be able to join us. Uh, okay. <laughs> <in here. laughs> Igor, happy birthday, Pops. I'll see you tomorrow. Sound good?
0: Uh, it does to me. I'm going to go have some lunch. How about you? What are you having? Uh, I'm going to have uh, uh, turkey and American cheese on a toasted English muffin.
1: I was going to guess rye bread. Good. I'm, I'm excited about the English muffin. Those are tasty.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
1: <laughs> Love you, Dad.
0: Have a good one. Love you too, handsome. Have a great
1: rest of your day. I'll see you around four, I believe. Hey, MPEG was riding on the Peloton and went over 30. Congrats. Congrats. Oh. All right, see ya. Yeah. We got to end this. Gl- <laughs> Glad we could help. <laughs> Join us again next time. <laughs> which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.